Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. Taylor's three has given A&M the lead, here we go, they throw it into Mark, six seconds, five seconds, Tremont, gonna head to the basket, throws it up, at the horn, it's good, 1.1 to go, Arkansas's gonna win the game, A&M threw it in, the ball went out of bounds, and the Hogs win it! The Hogs win the ball game. Tremont Mark with a basket. What a finish. I know that all the analytics people talk about, you know, mid-range being a bad shot. It's been a really good shot for us at Arkansas. Jimmy Witt, uh, Ricky Council, T-Mark. Like, it's a, it's a great shot for him, not a good shot. I mean, he's a lethal pull-up jump shooter, uh, 12 to 17 foot. And, um, look, he had uh, 35 points on 15 field goals attempted. And um, our guys did a great job of, of finding him, even this two threes. I know they were off spot, up assists. You know, we did a pretty good job on the glass. Not great, um, but decent enough to win the game. And, 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 you know, I mean, look, we led for 38 minutes. That's a drastic improvement from where we've been in our first three games to, to lead for basically the entire game. Give Texas A&M a, a, a ton of credit. They came back, had a great second half. They've had a lot of come-from-behind uh, wins. It was an incredible shot by a great, great player in Wade Taylor. And um, they're super well coached. And uh, they've, they've been a hard matchup for us since I've uh, been here. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. The Hogs won. 78-77 last night over Texas A&M. Muss evens his career record against the Aggies, 5-5 five and five now all-time. And despite being out-rebounded on the offensive glass, 19-3, and only forcing two turnovers. Luckily for Arkansas, 21% shooting night from three for A&M. Six of 29. Yuck. And Arkansas, although they blew a 20-point lead, finds a way to win. And a career night for Tremont Mark. 35 points. He drew 13 fouls last night, and he made 17 of 22 free throws. By the way, L. Ellis got a start, and he made 8 of 8. And we talked about the difficulty of playing for Musselman because you may play 30 minutes tonight, and you may not play 3 tomorrow. You just better be ready when you get your number called. I'm sure there's a rhyme and reason to it, and I'm sure he knows exactly what he wants to do. There's probably some organic part of it, too, though, where the game goes a certain way, and you... Ride a certain guy. Certainly didn't expect Jalen Grant to play three flipping minutes last night. But to Wes's point, the guy doesn't rebound. He can't make free throws. So, <laughs> no offense. Can't play in this game. Catch you next time. Here's Muss on Ellis. And really, this is going to speak for everybody, right? Ellis handling the variance in minutes. Because all guys are going to have to be able to swallow that game in and game out. It's a rare thing. Well, whenever we practiced the other day, you know, to be honest with you, he, uh, he jumped out there with the first unit. I was putting in a, a play, didn't call out five guys, and he jumped out there. I was already going to start him, but then when he did that, it kind of showed the whole staff like he wanted to be he wanted to be in that first group. I didn't call out a first five on purpose. I wanted to see who the first five that were eager to get out there as we were adding something. Look, we, you know, we need him to play well, and uh, I, you know. I mean, he went three for 11, but the key was his rebounding. That's a career high. He played a lot of minutes last year. I mean, you look at those minutes every night, and for him to rebound the ball like he did, you know, phenomenal. And our bench has to rebound. I mean, flat out. Like, 
I mean, you know, this plus minus thing is important to me and to our staff and we got to get we got to get we got to get better in in, in the plus minus area from an individual standpoint. Some of our guys that that's got to happen for us. I'm really glad Kate Arbogast didn't jump out there with the first team yesterday because uh, that could have been a little hard to explain to the press afterwards, but it all worked out just dandy for Coach. All right, so uh, any other parting shots here before we move on? Can I take one? Yes, Coach Kelly is here. We'll introduce him formally in a moment. Brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Yes, Coach. I just want to bring up the whole analytics deal. And y'all are all sitting there giggling and laughing during the thing. I didn't giggle or laugh. No, I pointed my finger okay. at you. We they're, all pointed our finger. Thank you. You the analytical Razor, people. The Razorbacks for the year are taking almost a third of their shots from mid-range jumpers. Okay. They're shooting 38.1%. From? So to, from those mid-range jumpers. What are they shooting from the floor, period? 40? 38? I, I, well, but, but, but. I will say this. No, your only three shots are at the rim, yeah, mid-range, and three-pointer. I think we're 45 overall. Yeah, 45. 38%. Yeah, take those out. We're shooting almost 50. But 38% from mid-range is not the same as... It's not as good as 30% from three. Thirty per, and you're not, and you're going to shoot sixty-something percent from the rims. So that thirty-eight one point one percent, and you're taking a thirty or shots from there. Uh, there's no way to, there's no way it doesn't hurt. You. Can we say Tremont Mark is a little different animal though? That that's a strength of his game, and not everybody should be I'll shooting in the mid-range, mid-range shooter. I will say this. I'll say this for the people, for the people that are in the know, the, the higher level NBA people that have good teams that put together good teams that literally have a rule. No mid-range jumpers. It's all twos and it's all twos and I mean at the uh, rim or at threes. the rim or threes. They'll make one exception if the guy is really good. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. Those guys. That, that's what they do. No, that's want, on their team. If you want to see somebody who does it probably better than anybody playing right now, watch Alabama. Alabama basketball. Alabama takes exactly ten point one percent of their shots from mid-range. Ten yeah. point one. They, they do it. They do it probably yeah. better than anybody. It's rims and threes. <clears throat> Um, Jamal Mark is shooting fifty three percent from the field, so I think he is the well. I, I, I don't have his but, breakdown. But, but to but make your I point, bet. if he's shooting fifty three percent from the field, and most of his shots are coming from the mid range, yeah, that means the rest of the team, their percentage from the mid range, right. is god awful. Right. Fair and, point. And, and we see, and eighty eight percent of all rebounds in college basketball are defensive. So basically, a third of your shots are a turnover. What uh, time is the game Saturday? Noon. Noon. Thanks for asking. Joe would know. Yes. Are you calling it? Yes. Did you see the game Saturday? Yes, I called it. I, oh, I knew that. That's right. Last thing I'll say, I, I just and I told you all this. I think we could be way better. Arkansas could be way better if they just play hard like they did last night because they were way better on defense because they played hard in our shot selection. I think we're way better without getting any better as a player, any more talent, any anything. We're that much better if we just do those two things, and those two things are controllable. We, if we, they don't take the right shot, sit their butt down. We we have. To turn it, we, I mean, you got to the free throw line last night. That's a start. That that has to happen. But, again, I touched on this earlier, the physicality, the offensive rebound, the, the junk baskets, we don't get them. And that, I think, that's – and that comes to your points at the rim. You know, part of your analytics is you know, drives and points at the rim. Or when a guy drives and you get a shot blocker going, now you got a guy in position to get the offensive rebound, blah, blah, blah. But – we're not getting those. And that, to me, the physicality of this team, you had four four dudes, all four of your dudes last night, your, your bigs, Brazil, uh, Chandler, Lawson, Mackay, and Graham did not have an offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. And that is That's bad. very, very concerning to me. Yeah. Because I look at the upper echelon, and, and I put A&M in there, I mean, because they got some pieces missing, but... They, Florida, the, I mean, they got four dudes, big dudes, and it's like, go get it. Mm-hmm. That ball goes up, you better you better come hell or high water, you better go in there and get a foul or get something. You better block shots and you better rebound. And I, I see Alabama doing it. Auburn, we saw how they did it to us. I mean, they, and that, that, that's got to change. I mean, that has it, got to here's change. Here's the question. Glad we won, but to, in, in y'all's opinion, I, I don't know the answer to this at all. What is the number one thing, and, and it might be the fact that we used to get those last year, year before we got the garbage points. 
Well, we had what's, bigger guards. Less, true, so we had a lot yeah, of Anthony guards. Black, in there. What's the biggest? What is the number one thing that, if we could have changed last night, would have not allowed them to come back? Besides I thought making I, shots. I thought, yeah, I think the shot. I thought the shot selection for a period of time went back to kind of what they were doing before. I didn't like that low offensively. And A and M really wasn't doing anything different than what they were doing before. They started hitting some shots. They started but. making some threes. Taylor got hot, yeah. made a couple crazy shots, and then Arkansas also first half made almost all their free throws. But you, uh, and you, you start yeah. off the second yeah. half, and Brazil goes to the free throw line, and you'd already missed a couple of shots, and it was like that feeling was getting in the, in the arena and watching it. You're like, oh my god, here we go. Well, it was and like he the, missed both free throws, yeah. and it's just it compounded the issue. The Washington shot too. He hit shot. They said like eight threes, and he shot a three last night, and he made it. It was his only field goal of the night, and that was part of the comeback too so i just i look at it, they shot 74 they had 74 shot attempts we had 51 yeah wow well, they had 19 offensive rebounds that's yeah, what happened. Right. Yeah, that's that, that, so. so i mean you can take you can shoot the ball bad if you get three shots every time yeah. down the floor you, yeah you, you talk about volume shooters yeah. as a player now we're talking volume shooters as a team <laughs> i mean that's i've seen coaches use that as strategies like look we're not a very good shooting team but we make one out of four every time. Don't yeah, we? they're like, they're, yeah, you're like, uh, what happened? Well, they 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 missed. Well, what happened? Well, they got two offensive rebounds and, right. and shots. What happened? Well, they missed three shots. Eventually, on that they're going to make it. Well, my theory though, my, that parallels though, like we complete fifty percent of our passes. So let's yeah. just throw bombs on four straight plays, and one of them's going to be a touchdown. Well, I mean, it doesn't always work out like that, but it can. Well, hey, okay, you you be that guy. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I just think on offensive rebounding, how many times do you see a guy get a wide open three off oh, offensive yeah, rebound or drive because you're you're in scramble mode. Yeah. And so a lot of times your best shot attempt, your cleanest look, comes off offensive rebounding. I don't remember what happened last night. There was a play though where there was a, I thought Arkansas got fouled on on a defensive rebound attempt. And Muss was going nuts, and then they kick it out, and the guy hit a three, yeah. and I was like, oh, right. of course he did. Mm-hmm. It's one of those days. Anyway. Let's uh, let's move on. Talk some football. I love football. I know you do. Analytically, Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. All right, let me start with something that um, is near and dear to your heart and Wes's. By the way, Joe, congrats to the Chiefs dominating the Dolphins. Great work. We'll take it. If we can get it, we'll take it. <laughs> I want to commend you on something, or at least agree with you on something for what it's worth, which means you're probably wrong. But you were singing the praises yesterday of, I think it was, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was it was Orlovsky and somebody else. Dan- and and uh, Spears. Spears. Yeah. Orlovsky breaking down, and he works that video board with all the little uh, the buttons where he gets like he's going to make this like a, a route and this one's going to show like the range of vision for the quarterback. It's like it's an appendage for him. He is so natural and smooth with that thing. I've never seen a guy work with a piece of technology on the screen as fluidly as he does it. It's such a great watch and I always learn something. It's like him visualizing for us, like talking to you like you can make us understand things a little bit better. He does such a great job. Yeah, and and what he really, I mean, he he spends time. If you follow him, I like to follow him on Twitter, and he's he's one of my alert guys. If he sends out a tweet, I get it. Mm-hmm. He's so good at that because when they're not on the air, he does that and sends them out sometimes. So he's practicing when he's not on the air. But you're right, he is really good at that. And combined with him, you know, it's so smooth and with his. Ability to take it and put it into layman's terms. Mm-hmm. It makes it very enjoyable for everybody. He is he should be a rising star because he's got a great voice. He's got a good look. He's not a hateful guy. He's very analytical. I think he's really respected. He played the position. I think he's got all kinds of upside as a broadcaster. I do too. I wish they'd look for more guy. He's never as political. Like, I love Mina Kimes too, yeah. who's on there. I love her analytic mind, and she knows football better than any other lady that's been on there. And but she gets political sometimes. How many dudes though? She gets political though. And on her social media. Yeah, and it's a, well it, uh, under the ESPN. You know, I wish she had her own. Go be political on that because I want to get her alerts, but I won't because I love following her stuff. 
But I love that he's never political on on the ESPN platform. It's not his job there. No, not on his platform. And you know, go be political. I got no problem with it. But on the ESPN platform, he's never that way. And that's why I want to follow him and get everything he says because I just eat it up. Okay, let's talk about the Cowboys. Um, how shocked were you, knowing what you know about both teams, with the outcome of the game? I, I wasn't shocked that it was that Green Bay won. I mean, I thought Cowboys would win a close one. I was shocked at how awful and how stupid the Cowboys were in football vernacular or in, in, from a coach's perspective. Stupid. They played dime coverage 68% of the time this year. Okay? That's six D-backs or more. Now, that's all good if you're going to play man and stop them and, 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 and you're trying to stop a pass. But they played man more than 68% of the time this year. And in that game, they decide to play zone. What you've done all year, you don't do. And you kept your dime in, which took linebackers out and put little guys in. So, you know, one of the breakdowns that Orlovsky did, I don't know if it was on the air or on his own little thing, was he showed number one and number six for the Cowboys playing linebacker because they've got their dime team. And it's a rundown. They know they're going to run. And they've got their guards just blowing them out of the hole because they weigh 210 pounds each. And I'm like, you, what are y'all doing? Just... That is not what got you here, is playing those guys in running situations and then playing them in zone in passing situations, which is why Romeo Dobbs looked like Jerry Rice on us, because he's great at working zones, but he hasn't been able to get open on man-to-man all year long. It's like, what are we doing? Like, Dan Quinn was probably the only good sliver of a coach we had left, and then he went brain dead unless McCarthy said, hey... Let's catch them off guard every single play and do the exact opposite of what we've done all year to be the number two defense in the entire NFL. So I was surprised they beat the freak out of us. Yes. Mickey told us yesterday because we asked about that, and he thought maybe the reason they play more zone was to hide uh, the cornerback that played for the Patriots uh, that hurt his shoulder. Um, Gilmore? Yeah, thank you. Well, Gilmore at what and his point, injury. And so they thought by playing zone, that would protect him. At what point... After they've got their first 27 points, mm-hmm. do you go, maybe, this isn't just working? maybe after he's got almost a new record for passing and a half, <laughs> maybe this isn't working. No, 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 no. We'll pick it up. We'll, my gosh. It just infuriates me. So here's the thing. Let's talk about this week because you're going to have the same thing where everybody's like, well, they're not beating those dudes because we all thought that this last week. Shanahan has never lost to LaFleur. I think he's 2-0 or whatever. And Shanahan is a great coach. And he gave him an extra week to prepare. He's a really great coach. What do you expect this week? Can Green Bay find a way this week to make it interesting? As Shanahan said, he got to start early. He got to start in the middle of the second quarter. Just see that? <laughs> yeah. I really started focusing on Green Bay early in the second quarter when they got the 27 nothing lead. I'm like, that's nice. Here's well, a little, yeah, let's hear from him real quick. I would say so before um, we got into the playoffs just because – um, you know, we hadn't really studied Green Bay and watched them. Um, once we had those 10 days to kind of view a lot of people, it's, then you realize that they had a good shot. I mean, it was didn't know who was going to win. but So it didn't surprise me what happened. Um, Dallas is a good team, so, you know, just the way it started out was a little surprising. But once you watch the tape and you really get into Green Bay and you really think of their numbers and you really watch their players and how they're doing it, um, it doesn't surprise me at all now. We were already in here, so you know we were doing it that day. We had mixed in a little bit earlier in the week, you know, hit up a couple of teams, but um, started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> Everybody and they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime, and then third quarter I was set on one team. That's that's the biggest knife twist of all, isn't it? It, it was a tough one. Did you did you not see that, Wes? Yesterday, no, I, saw it, I, saw it. I had not heard it, that. As a Cowboy fan, that was that was the final dagger. You know, <laughs> I was hemorrhaging already, and, yeah. it, and they finished me off with that. I'm like, that's just classic. Okay, so what is what does San Francisco do that Green Bay will have a problem with if they didn't with Dallas? McCaffrey. They <laughs> they get after the quarterback. Of course, that's been Dallas's mo too is getting after the quarterback. Right. They protected they, so well. They, they protected they protected him really well. But the last six weeks of the season, I went and looked at the number of sacks Green Bay's done. A very good job of protecting him the last six weeks. Well, his, his quarterback rating's been really good the last six weeks, too, huh, Wes? Yeah. I guess there's a correlation. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, I think, will keep this within one score if, and here's what happened in the last six weeks, in my opinion, looking back over the videos, they started calling plays like they had nothing to lose. 
We're going to mix in play action. We're going to run the ball. Aaron Jones came back during that time yep. period, by the way. Mm-hmm. We're going to mix in play action and not be afraid to throw the ball on first down or second down or third down whenever we think that's best. Now, if all of a sudden, since they won and they're in a bigger game, and they if they go into a shell at all and he plays conservative, they'll get run out of the stadium. But if he calls plays just like he has, but LaFleur's done a fantastic job, the best in the league, after the first five weeks, I wouldn't give you ten cents for Jordan Love. He wasn't playing well. He wasn't completing passes, and all he was leading the league in five yard thro- five yard or shorter throws. And he just said, "Screw that. That's not his strength. That's not what he does. Let's let him play." If they continue to call plays the way they did, it's the great equalizer. I think they keep it within one score. Yeah, Dallas was in hot pursuit a few times, uh, like Buford T. Justice, but they never could quite catch up to Love. The key is going to be if can San Fran get to him. You also pointed out when Baltimore just rolled all over San Francisco that Baltimore plays less dime defense than anybody in the league, that they can basically stay in their nickel or in their base defense, and that's what gave San Francisco problems. Green Bay does a lot of the same stuff. You sent us some stats, and I was looking at it. Green Bay doesn't play a lot of dime. In fact, they play a very similar amount of number of nickel compared to the to the Ravens, and they may even play more base defense than the Ravens. Yeah, and and what was what I thought was really good about it is analytics is. Well, it is, but look at the here's the, the explanation of the Baltimore beating the dog out of Frisco was this: San Francisco's number one in the entire NFL against dime defenses. Number one. If you take out dime against all other things, they're number 23 in total offense, of offense efficiency. Okay, mm-hmm. now, so you look and the t- and teams tend to play them in dime more because of they're scared of McCaffrey out of the backfield, so they take out a linebacker and put in a D back. And then when they run them, they got nobody to stop the run. So this week, if Green Bay does what they've been doing, they play the fifth, I think, the fifth lowest number of dime coverage anybody in the league. If they'll stay in that and not get scared and take out one of their linebackers and put in a D-back, they'll be able to help stop the run and play the pass okay, and that'll give them a better chance. So you're telling me Kittle's going to have 10 catches this week? Uh, he could, yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that coming up. You going to stick around? I got to go. Where gotta are you going? Go. Got to go to the store, baby. Which one? Little Rock. They're both open, though? Yes. Little Rock and North Little Rock? Yes. Corky's Barbecue? Yes. Is that right? Yes. And what are you all doing today? We are... Wings. We got wings today. Seventy-five cent wings. How many can I buy? As many as you want. At a drive-through. As many as you want. Okay. One hundred wings. Honey, if you're listening, seventy-five wings bucks. today. Wings today. Yeah, got to get working on our parking lot too. Okay. So, and, and if the weather, we've been shutting down early because there's been no business after lunch. So that may happen later today because okay. just nobody's out. Yep. Honey, go get it now. It's it just <laughs> drive slow, folks. It's fine to get out and about. Okay. Seriously. Chiefs or Bills, Joe? My heart. Nope, 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 nope. If you had to bet a million dollars, who would you bet? The, on? the Bills are a better team right now. I think it's going to be close. No, no, I think it's, I think it's all their games. You have yeah. two top I mean, five defenses. You have two top five quarterbacks. It's going to come down to what it always comes down to. Turnovers. Turnover, I mean, Josh Allen. Mahomes. Got to keep waiting. Pretty, Mahomes is pretty good in the playoffs about not turning the ball over. Right. Josh Allen has had its difficulties. So Here's what we haven't ever hopefully seen. Hopefully it continues. Patrick Mahomes on the road. Can't I, wait. I don't I cannot know. wait. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be really good. Oh, I cannot okay. wait. And they're talking lake effect snow again. And it could delay it again. Yes. Oh. Can't delay it. We can't have delays. We got to play into this. Well, time. then we got to start pushing back other games because next weekend it won't be fair. For one of those teams to have to play, that's a good point. Less yeah, the AFC Bills, Championship Bills, game. The Bills have five days to, or six days to prepare, and the Chiefs had eight. I know. Yeah, no, it's already bad, but you can't at do least it again. They're at home, but you know, next week you, you can't go to do Baltimore. It again. Not I mean, in the AFC Championship. Game, yeah, because they're going to go on the road and have less. Well, days here's to my thing. What happened? I mean, I realized there was travel issues. You had more travel issues the day before. But I'm like, you still had people shoving snow out of their seats to sit down. Like, I don't care if you got to play in front of an empty house. you got to play the game on schedule. I'm with you. People, it's, it's Some tough. people will find a way there if they got to take their snowmobiles. If it's blinding, if, if you can't see, and it, it's, if it's coming down, you can't. But, I mean, oh, if God, it's... When, so good, when, did, and when have they ever canceled a playoff game before? Never. I don't remember it ever remember, happening. Remember the old well, pictures of the old ice bowl, the Green Bay Cowboys deal? But, but in theory, that game was can- it was pushed back. I mean, they canceled the Bills game, in, a, in theory. I mean, they No, 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 no. Is that the only one, though? Yeah, that's the only one I got. That's what I'm good. saying. I, I don't know. I just freaking play it. It's tough. Go out there and play it. I mean, because it does. It hurts the Bills with a, two less days. They were already screwed with one less day. 
Well, they're worried about because they're going to put in a traffic order. The Bills may not be able to travel to practice. I'll bet you they could have got police escort. They they made sure Pittsburgh came in and they said the day before they came in the day the game was going to be played, and they said we'll get you police escort. You're going to come in, I mean, and so they did. Go get the Bills a police escort. The players one to him from their house. Why can't they helicopter him? <clears throat> do whatever you got to do. Do whatever you got to do. We need a football game. <clears throat> Uh, somebody, I saw there was a Twitter debate going on, and somebody's like, this is so ridiculous, we're so soft. Did they delay D-Day because of the weather? And they're like, <laughs> actually, yes, they delayed it one day because of the weather, uh, if you look back in, in history. Um, so, it's just a football game. But, yeah, we all want it to be played on time. All right, we're going to talk about the game a little bit more. Because Wes ridiculed me when I suggested that Kansas City had a chance to win. Did you hear that, Joe? Ridiculed me yesterday when I suggested Kansas City had a chance to win. It's hurting you He's know. still bent about the I high, I high ankle sprain. The what I want year. is a high ankle sprain in the first quarter, and he limps through the whole game, and we win. Hops. That will that will be that will be just like a needle in his in his neck the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're talking to Michael Felder on the other side. Joe, be safe out there. See guys, go thank see, you. Go see Mr. Klein at Corky's North Little Rock or Little Rock. They're open for business. I think we're seeing the importance of tires right about now. You better have a good set of tires. And right now, Big O Tires is offering $100 off select set of Big O Tires. Check that tread. Don't be sliding around out there. Get some good tires. Great selection of tires at Big O Tires, all the name brand tires. And they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Something as simple as an oil change, or they'll take a look at your brakes. Two locations, Conway, Cabot, and Cabot. They're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Is Sports Center. Arkansas basketball got a much-needed win last night, beating Texas A&M 78-77 on this last-second shot by Tremont Mark. Oh, they throw it into Mark. Six seconds, five seconds. Tremont going to head to the basket, throws it up at the horn. It's good. 1.1 to go. Arkansas is going to win the game. A&M threw it in. The ball went out of bounds, and the Hawks win it. The Hawks win the ball game. Mark finished the game with 35 points on 8 of 15 from the floor. 17 of his points came from the free throw line where he was 17 of 22. Arkansas will go for two wins in a row on Saturday when they host South Carolina at noon. And tonight, Arkansas State will take on Southern Miss at 7. That game can be seen on ESPN+. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheese burgers and sweet tea, sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Join The Zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news in entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. 
Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. part by our friends at Cash a Little Rock downtown, and it comes with free valet parking when you go by and visit them for lunch or dinner. And again, when the weather is cold or maybe rainy, boy, don't you appreciate being met at your car and being able to hand the keys to somebody trustworthy and go inside and have a delicious meal in a wonderful setting? That's what Cash Little Rock has to offer. And on a day like today where it's still chilly willy, it's a great spot to be. 501-850-0265, cashlittlerock.com. That's C-A-C-H-E, Little Rock. Com. It's also a great place for a party, whether it's for no season, any old season, or the holiday season. They've got a couple of different spaces you can rent to have a gathering of friends, family members, uh, business acquaintances, whatever. The bio room can hold around 30 folks in a fun setting, and upstairs, they can hold up to 150 comfortably. Go by and see our friends at Cash for Little and Little Rock for lunch, dinner, or a private event. Give them a ring. At 501-850-0265. Michael Felder coming up momentarily. Kevin Kelly is here, brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. And I was just thinking to myself, Coach, just talking about weather, about how great it is to have a place like the Athletic Club available where you can go inside, get a little sweat on, because you sure as heck don't want to be outside trying to do it. No, you certainly get a chance to go in there and get your weight workout in. They've got a nice cold plunge thing that we've never... I know it's cold plunge right now, but great for the body after a good hot workout. Got a nice restaurant in there. Then they got indoor tennis courts, indoor pickleball to top it off, indoor track. they got everything you want. My wife and I are members and uh, probably need to go a little bit more to get a work... Because here's the thing. We all want to live a long time, but don't you want to be mobile for a long time while you're doing that living? Yeah. And that and that's the difference that... that the athletic club places like that provide and they're fantastic call frank lawrence get it going you'll be glad you did you just reminded me of an old dennis leary bit i don't know if i still have that in the thing in the system but it's uh pretty funny he's talking about i don't know it's about the cigarette clip but anyway he's talking about he was eating some red meat and so he's like you know if you eat red meat it stays in your colon for 15 years he's like good that's where i want it (laughs) and then he's like uh he's like uh you know and then he's talking about smoking and he's talking about how it takes away you know it's, it's like it takes away uh, 15 years of your life or whatever. He's like, yeah, but it's the ones at the end. It's the, you know, it's the it's the <laughs> bad, bad years. It's like you know when you're all. But that's the thing. Quality of life till the end, man. Yeah. That's the key, right? That's we're what you're living for. longer than we ever have, and in the last 10 years, the the average age for an American to go into a wheelchair to to need the use of a wheelchair at some point has gone from 63 down to 55 years old. Wow. I mean, that means next year I'm using this thing. That's sad. You know, on average. It is, but our life's longer. I don't want to live longer and be in a wheelchair longer. Right. But but the key is activity. Yeah. You know, exercise. Take care of yourself. No doubt. Live fast, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. That's my philosophy, Coach. Or live fast, live long, and live happy. Yeah. That's not bad either. I'm no. A I'm a T-shirt, that slogan. Yeah, absolutely. Live fast, live long. No doubt. Uh, Michael Felder joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Michael, that's the weirdest lead-in you probably had in a minute. How are you? I'm, hey, man, I am. I'm getting ready to go. I got to do this show, and then I got to do a podcast. So I'm gonna go run four miles, and I have ran every single day since July 14th. So I'm with Coach. Activity is important, and when I don't, I bought a headlamp uh, last week because the flashlight wasn't doing it for me when I run at night. And so I'm doing two a days. Like there, there are a lot of days I'll do two a days, and I'll run, I'll run four miles in the morning or four miles in the early afternoon, and then um, I will go ahead and run, pick up two miles in the in the evening. Michael, I'm impressed. You're you're inspiring yeah. me. I should be trying harder. Uh, I don't know if you're still drinking <laughs> beer, but I'm going to be in Charlotte next week. So I'm just saying, if you if you want to well, run to a bar, beer, don't worry. If you want to run to a bar, yeah. meet me there. I mean, I'll be happy to meet you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I'm still oh, I haven't changed my diet. I haven't stopped drinking. I just run a bunch and I I weigh less now than I weighed my When you see me, you're going to be like, "Oh, you look way different than the first time I saw you." Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I need to start running some more. I definitely need to start running some more. Uh, I weigh less than when I was a sophomore in college. That is wild. Wow. That's wild. Well, good, good for you, you man. I'm wow. proud of you. That's exciting. That's, That's hard, hard to do. To do yeah. Yes. This time of year especially, uh, running outside is not good. We have a little ice and snowstorm here, so not many yeah. people are running about outside. So you guys had decent weather over there? 
All right, we're getting. We're about to get what you got. It, okay. it was today. It was 18 degrees this Ooh, morning when right. I went to put my daughter in the car to take her to school. So it's not fun. Is there a number where you won't run below that? No, I I'm, I, I lived in Chicago for four years. Like I had to go outside. I had to get my stuff done. So I'm I'm good with it. I got all the gear that I need. I got the gloves. I got the, the gloves. I think the gloves are the most important thing. Mm. Because your fingers get so cold, yeah. and that's the part that bothers me. Like my legs are fine. I put on the you know the, the warm gear tights, and I put on a hoodie, and I'm good. But the, the gloves are the most important part to me. Breathing the eighty. <laughs> well, sort of. I was going to say, do you breathe in your nose or in your mouth when you're running? Mouth. I breathe in my nose and out the mouth. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. If you because if you breathe in the if you breathe in the mouth, it gets it, it affects you different. I'm a mouth guy. In a, yep. This is going to sound weird. Well, I breathe in my mouth and out of my mouth, but 18 degree air, man. I mean, like my lungs are like, nah, yeah, bro. You're no. going to have to pull it over, son. It, Beep. It was no. one, one this morning. Yeah, it was one. <laughs> in your, you got to go. You, your nose is built to help warm the air up on its way down to yep. your lungs. Mm-hmm. Your mouth is built to get it out, yeah. and that's so. And that's one of those things. I don't know if you guys, you guys, physiology one on one. Richardson is. Uh, Shikari, she doesn't breathe out out of her mouth ever. When she's she's a sprinter for yeah. Team USA, she mm. breathes only through her nose. And they're like, "This is like some insane stuff that you're not supposed to be able to do." Wow. But I go in through her nose, out through the mouth. Like I've, that's one of those crazy things where, like, like I'll be honest with you guys, my kid doesn't know how to run. <laughs> she she prints. I'm dying. But the. One thing that I do know is she she does she breathe, breathe in nose out mouth in okay. nose out mouth. But the, now we have to work on the form yeah. with respect to running. Guys, find and you it's just as well. Yeah, find you a woman who goes in and out of the nose because she's never going to snore. That's key. That's, that's big. That's big. Yeah. Michael, questions of the day today here. Uh, would you ever? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you're married now, happily. But when when you were single, did you ever date a woman taller than you? And would you have dated a woman taller than you if you didn't? My wife and my last girlfriend are both six one. I you've seen me. I am about five ten and a half, five eleven tops. Uh, so my wife is six one, and my girlfriend before my wife was also six one. That's so a confident dude right there, folks. What was our other question today? Today, it was hot air balloon. Oh, would you ride in a hot air balloon or have you? No, absolutely not. Okay, absolutely thank you. Not. All right, we're the same. We are exactly the same in that no regard. There's right. No, are you kidding me? Wes loves it. No, he swears by it. Wes thinks it's awesome. Peaceful. Yeah. I've been in a hot air balloon, and guess what? I'll never go back. And you know what else I've been in? A helicopter. And I also will never get in another. There's no chance. I've been in a helicopter a bunch. I used to go on Friday nights for football. We would fly the helicopter mm-hmm. around the state and go cover games. And it was like, the only thing that was cool about it was like, it was like we were rock stars. Yeah. We would fly over the stadium on the way out, and the crowd would just go crazy. <laughs> These small-town Arkansas places, like, we'd go over Ryzen. We're, we're like, buzzing the tower, you know? <laughs> Permission granted. Yeah. When you're coming in, people oh, are going nuts, dude. Dude, it yeah. was, I felt like I was actually popular for a minute. And then they're like, dude. oh, it's you. <laughs> the the helicopter me. ride over Vegas at night? Yeah. Awesome. Where did you at ride a helicopter? Awesome. Where would you ride, Michael, that you didn't, you didn't like it? Fort Bragg. Oh, well. <laughs> and so we did so they used to have like and this is the, so Chicago has the air and water show and people kept trying to get me to go to it and I was like I don't need to go to that I've been to I've, I've, I've sat in the cockpit of a stealth fighter I've sat in the cockpit of a stealth bomber I've mm. done all that my dad like when my dad was stationed at Holloman Air Force Base that's where they housed the stealth because that's where they could hide them from everybody else and so I've done all this stuff with air shows and then at Fort Bragg we I, I've speed roped out of a helicopter Mm. I've done up and down out of a helicopter, and I've jumped like we've done all that stuff. I, I'm like, and guess what? It's terrifying and dangerous. And yeah. I don't ever want to do it again. I don't need it. I don't want it. I will never get into a helicopter. You don't have to. The National Guard took us up on Blackhawks here, and that was actually oh. an incredible experience one time. But yeah, I don't know that I'd want to do it in combat. That would uh, it takes a different kind of person, and I'm definitely not that. I'm soft. All right, yeah. uh, let's talk about football and national championship. Yeah. Uh, it's all in the books now. Yay for Jim Harbaugh. Yep. Were you one of those people who were like, eh, you kind of given it an asterisk, or you uh, felt like they earned it and they were just the best darn team in America this year? I'm not giving it an asterisk. What I am going to say is it was fine. It's fine. Like, you have to give them their credit. They did. They won a national championship. That is important. That does matter. It, it is a huge deal. 
Do I want to put them up against any of our last 10 national champions? Probably not. And I think as I transition currently into draft season, do I, where do I put, like the hardest part for me is where do I put J.J. McCarthy? Because we've talked about this two weeks ago. I I said that Mike Stainer still, amazing football player. Probably the best defensive player out of this entire that group of four. When we talked about it, it was still the semifinals, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mike Sanders still, I think he's the best defensive player in that group. And we saw him make maybe the, the biggest play of the game. Yeah. And But with J.J. McCarthy, like what's, what's his signature play from the national championship game or from the semifinal? Like it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how this fits. And Penix, Penix played his C game. And I will say this. He played his C game, and that's on him. It's also on his receivers. And it's also, you have to give credit to Michigan right. because they put pressure on him. And they made him see ghosts. And I think making him see ghosts was mm-hmm. the most important part of it, where there was pressure when there wasn't pressure. And he could have bought himself a half step. That half step probably could have made for a more accurate throw. So, yeah, Michigan did a really good job of that. Yeah, I would say the best thing I can say about McCarthy is, and I'm going back to double check my math here, he didn't turn it over in the games. Um, yeah. So that was kind of important. No interceptions in either game. So How many passing attempts did he have? He had uh, 30, 45 in the two games. 10 of 18 and 17 of 27. So didn't didn't have to do a ton, but we knew that. We talked about this before it started. I said they run the ball better than anybody. They play better defense than anybody. So he did what he was supposed to be. We use game manager as a negative connotation, but guess what? In his case, that's all he needed to do. Yeah, but a game manager shouldn't get picked in the first round. I think Matt Jones Agreed. is proving that right now. I'm not sure he should be picked in the first three rounds. That was We were debating his draft status the other day. I what, saw Mel Kuyper has him at number 23, so we're going to see what happens. Mel Kuyper's on crack. No. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Stop. No, he, he might not be number 23 for offensive players. He might not be 23 in the no, in the third yeah. round. Yeah, oh, I agree. I mean, that's crazy. Okay, well, that's... Where, what about Corum? I, think, I love talking to you guys. What do you think about Corum, Michael? I think he's an even trickier one. Where do you, where do you put him? Obviously, value of running think, backs down, but where, can he can he be an effective NFL back? I think he's okay. I think Donovan Edwards is better. I agree. Donovan Edwards reminds me a lot more of uh, James Cook. A bigger James mm-hmm. Cook, a guy that, like, when when I saw Donovan Edwards for those for that first touchdown, and then Blake Corm was like dapping him up, I was like, they look like they're designed to play completely different sports. <laughs> <laughs> like this doesn't even look like they they should be on the same team. This mm-hmm. is great, and and there's got to be you know little stuff in there, and I think there's a hardball thing we talked about with McCarthy with what you let your quarterback do, but you, you also Blake Corm is probably the guy that. He shows up early. He is obviously he's going to work in pass protection. And Donovan Edwards is like, it doesn't matter to me. I was out all night last night, and then I'm going to go do this. And then I guess what? When I show up and put my cleats on, I'm the man. Don't worry about me. And I think that's the difference here. And Harbaugh holds guys to that standard, and he does. And I think that's a good thing for a coach to do. I will say this. Yep. Holding kids, holding these guys to a standard where I want you to be. If you're if you're if you're on time, you're late. You need to be here 15 minutes early. And Corum is a 15 minutes early guy. Yeah, he, it, it's like Tom Coughlin, right? Yep. And it's one of those things where if you're on time, you're late. If you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. And then if you get there 30 minutes early, but Corum's probably a 30 minutes early guy. Mm-hmm. He's already watching the film, and then you have to tell him to turn his film off to get the other film on. I think that's important. I do love the suddenness that Corum has. He's got this. It, it, it is. I think he's going to last. I think he's going to have some time in the NFL. There is a suddenness with him that I really love. Yeah. His ability to immediately make a move. Because yes. Edwards, we saw him run up his offensive lines back, and yep. that's not good. That's bad. I talked to Roddy Jones about that. He played running back at uh, Georgia Tech, um, he, and he's like, "You can't run up your offensive lineman's back. You got to see that hole." And Colin sees the hole. Edwards is like, "I'm good enough that even when I don't see the hole." I can still get to them. Yeah, Cor- so that's going to be the interesting part. Corm's a little better running back to me right now as far as the way he does the thing, but Edwards has way more sure. upside. I'm with you on that for sure. What Could round? With, oh, the, with, the, with, the, with the guys in the NFL, if he gets with the right team, because right. he's such a worker, I think he could be a Darren Sproles. Yeah. I really that's do because he can play a cut. Yeah, and I and I think he can catch the football, and he's a worker, like you just said. Everybody well, knows he's a worker. I think he could be a Darren. He's Sproles. not as fast as Sproles, though, is he? 
Mm. No. No. No, no but, uh, man, he's, you don't want to tackle Is him. he the pass-catching catcher that Darren Sproles was? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think he can. He yeah. can? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, or what round do you think, Michael Felder? I was thinking somewhere around fourth. For for Corum, I'm thinking, yeah, fourth. Fourth. Like, if, if the pin, like, and guess what? With Belichick out, if Belichick was still there, I'd be like, hey, man, he might be. Yeah, we'll like take him in the second. Eighth. Danny I, could take him in, I was going to say third, but yes. Like, if Belichick was still there, but he's not there anymore. And now I'm like, because, like, I'm looking at, like, Dan Campbell, like, bargain thing. And Dan yeah. Campbell's not taking a guy like him. Because Dan Campbell's like, give me Donovan Edwards. Right. I like monsters. <laughs> right. Hey, real quick, Michael, we're going to have to run, but uh, we have yeah. the musical chairs with the coaches now. Harbaugh's not gone yet, but what what'd you think of the hires by Alabama and Washington's coach, obviously, going there, them hiring Jed Fish? What would you think of the musical chairs there with the coaching situations? Great hire by Alabama. They're completely going to change their culture. They're not trying to um, buy, like, they're not trying to do what USC did when they hired Sark, when they hired Lane and buy back the thing they had. So I think that's great. You change cultures, now you get something different, and you have to deal with it, and you have to deal with transfers. The other thing with Jed Fish is, obviously the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore, but they went and took the guy that gave them some of the biggest problems. And I love that they went out and they said, you know what, let's go get this guy, a guy that quietly won 10 games, which we hadn't talked about nearly enough. And I love that Fish is capitalizing on the success, because I know you, Iowa State, hey, you're you're going to keep this guy because he didn't capitalize the way that Jed Fish just did. Yeah. Well, now they got to deal with him, unfortunately, because uh, they're going to be a tough <laughs> out. So, um, yeah. But I guess he's a Washington now. There, whoever and what what Arizona did make a hire. I don't. I didn't know the guy though. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, I thought they did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Good deal. We'll see. Yeah, that, that was an interesting point about DeBoer. I didn't think about that. Kind of doing things his way yeah. a little bit different. I think it's a great hire too. <laughs> a, yeah. You think a, that he was the I first think it's choice? A very good hire. I think he was the first choice. You think he was the first choice? Or do you think Lanning was? I think Lanning probably was the first choice, which is why uh, Oregon went very quickly to give him more money. I think he's probably the second choice. But the reality for me is, I love that the athletic director decided we're not going to chase the ghost of Nick Saban by hiring guys that he's already worked with. Yeah by hiring guys that he mentored. We're not doing that. You know what we're going to do? We're going to implement a new system. Now, guess what? This is Jeff Tedford. This is a Jeff Tedford-built team. They're going to do things differently. They're going to hunt down 40 points every single game, and I'm really excited for it. Okay, I like it. Uh, I'll get in touch with you and hopefully get a chance to catch up next week. I'm not going running with you in 15-degree weather, but I'll see you when you're done. (laughs) All right, man. All right. You take it easy. I'm looking forward to seeing you. All right. The svelte Michael Felder. Same. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys. All right. Got to hit a break. 11.53. Take this, Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Rates as low as 3.99% on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Now listen to me now. Offer valid through January 31st only. Get approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays and DJ Spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. The Bucks are back! 
At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic. Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075 Collier Drive. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acree and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. That sounded kinky. All right, welcome back in the zone. We're going to do the young quarterback conversation. Uh, the young QBs that are left here, Coach, and C.J. Stroud is defying the odds. Youngest quarterback ever to win a playoff game by about nine months. See you, Michael Vick. No more record for you. And then, of course, you got Love, who's not young but inexperienced in the playoffs and looked like a guy who'd done it for 10 years. So what, at what point does the other shoe drop? We're all waiting on it. Or does it? It, it? it drops whenever you see them play a different coverage on those guys. And what I mean by this is C.J. Stroud, you're going into the analytics world again. C.J. Stroud, number one in the league, in the entire league, on yards per attempt, yards per completion, passing efficiency, against one high. Okay, that could be cover three or it could be cover one man underneath. He's number one in the league. Against too high, he's 26th in the league. Mm. Okay, The point I'm trying to make is some, some, some of that has to do with the quarterback. Some of that has to do with the kind of offense they play. The offensive play calls, some guys adjust to the type of defense they see, and some guys don't. They call the plays they're good at, and they work against one high, and they don't against two. The beauty of it is, if you're an offensive guy, a lot of times people don't switch to the one that you're bad at because they do what they do. We're going to do what we do. And then they get their butt beat by C.J. CJ Stroud. They're both huge dogs this week. I won't ask you which team has a better chance to win because that takes into account everything else with the team. Which quarterback do you think has a better chance to play well this week? I think think probably, I hate to say Jordan Love, because they can get after you and that makes a quarterback bad. But I, I just think the Ravens have what has what it takes a little more to put to put Stroud in his place. And I think Stroud's awesome, by the way. I'd yeah. take him right now with any team in the league and amazing. build around him mm-hmm. and be amazing. But that's what I think, and I could be wrong, but both of them are really, really good. It's going to be fun to watch. Pickleball, one of the fastest-growing games across the country. The Wood Rock Athletic Club is opening a new state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility next month. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Wood Rock Athletic Club has observation and lounge areas, flat screens, and it's a family-friendly facility. Join the Wood Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts.